Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Experienced staff at local branches and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. And earlier this week, I talked about what I thought was going to be the match of the night. Meaning tonight, Sunday, Hell in a Cell. And I told you, we're going to get into it right off the bat, that it wasn't going to be Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. I've seen a lot of fans, not so-called dirt sheet experts, but a lot of fans talking about how Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio was going to be the match of the night. Well, early Thursday, we saw Rey Mysterio's tweet go out saying that he couldn't hardly stand it, that he wanted Roman Reigns, Hell in a Cell, on Friday Night Smackdown. A little later, probably about two hours later, we saw Roman Reigns basically accept and said that he'll get Paul Heyman on the paperwork and he'll personally take care of the match. Well... As we all saw on Friday Night Smackdown, it did take place. So what did you think? Would that have been your Match of the Night? Because see, when I recorded the Match of the Night episode, I told you. There wasn't going to be anything to it. It was a filler match. It didn't really have a storyline. Other than Roman launched Dominic. Oh well. Does that equate to Hell in a Cell match? And we've talked about this before. We talked about it in October. And we talked about it a little bit in the Match of the Night episode. Hell in a Cell used to only be used in kind of ending situations or situations they had to have hell in a cell such as someone is running away from someone such as people are interfering in things such as these are two competitors that are so out of control The only way we can control them is by putting them in Hell in a Cell. So, 
Did Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio meet any of those? No. They hadn't even been feuding where it was escalating. Now, in my opinion, all of the matches that tonight need Hell in a Cell or have the storylines maybe to even remotely back up them being in the cell would be Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. They have a 20-year-long friendship. They grew up in the wrestling business together. They traveled the indie circuit together. They're best friends. One came to NXT before the other, but they both were in NXT. Sami ended up getting hurt. Kevin ended up getting pulled to the main roster where he took John Cena's title and created a bang. Whereas Sammy had to rehab his injury. Came up, made it a BU, got hurt. And at times has been on and off languishing on the main roster. Until he got moved to SmackDown and created this conspiracy theorist with a documentary crew. And basically has just came out to be crazy. But he also is a chicken and runs away every chance he gets. But both like to use extreme violence upon each other. And don't care where and when it is. To me, that's a Hell in a Cell match. We've got to keep Sammy in the ring. But yet, we want them both to use extreme violence. So we'll put all kinds of stuff under the ring. For them to let their imaginations run wild. And who knows, maybe, maybe... Somehow, they'll figure out how to get outside. Both of them, who are not afraid of anything, will climb on top of the cage and battle. Maybe we'll get to see another fall through the cage. Or off the cage. But, somehow, some way, it'll be memorable. They'll make it memorable. Because of the artists they are. Because of the creative nature. Who do I think is going to win? Even though they're not in the cell? I don't know. I really don't know where WWE is going with this one. Since both have had problems... With some of the same people. Sammy now appears to be aligned. Maybe. With Apollo Crews. And Commander Azid. Do they interfere? Because they're not in a cell. So. Could they interfere? Of course then you've got. Kevin Owens. Somewhat. Aligned. With Big E. Does he come down? I don't want to see that. Can I repeat? 
for anyone from WWE that may be listening, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Apollo Crews Big E. If you guys wanted to give me that match, you should have. But you didn't. So I don't want to see either one of them getting involved in this match. Let Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn tell me a story of their 20-year friendship. That's what I thought I was getting at WrestleMania 37. But then you threw Logan Paul in there. And I thought it was over. However, you have to continue going back to the Owens Zane well for the simple fact they're great together. Guess what? We know that. So unless you're planning on telling me the story of one of them turning and them becoming best friends again and becoming a tag team, don't bother. I don't want to see Apollo Crews and Big E. Now, since Kevin Owens won at WrestleMania 37, according to WWE, Sami Zayn should win tonight. In all honesty. Somehow, he may. And if I was going to make a prediction based on WWE, and this is in WWE, I would say Sami Zayn uh, wins through some kind of shenanigans. Commander Zayd and Apollo Crews do end up near the ring, either letting and helping Sami Zayn win, or by Kevin Owens getting distracted. Now, Kevin Owens' character shouldn't be distracted, but if they want to allow it, whatever. So, who do I think WWE will choose? I think they choose Sami Zayn. Who am I choosing? I'm choosing Kevin Owens. Why? I like his character. I like what he's been doing. I think he was the unsung hero of the men's SmackDown in the month of November, December, and part of January. His battles with Roman Reigns, in my opinion, even the botch that they did at TLC where he handcuffed Roman to the lighting rig. Kevin Owens should have been champion. They totally botched that. I think he would have made a great champion and someone that Roman could have boiled over at. I just don't know that they'll let him. But my pick is Kevin Owens, just from my heart. The other match that I think actually rates Hell in a Cell is Cesaro Seth Rollins. Why? Well, because Seth Rollins keeps running away. 
Seth Rollins likes to do hit and runs. He loves to, you know, curb stomp Cesaro a couple times into the ramp and then run away. Whereas, you know, Cesaro ends up either getting hurt and getting carted out by an ambulance or cannot be found. So, this match has had its issues back, what, five years maybe? Um, we know that they're friends. We know that they hang out. Many uh, fans have posted on Instagram, on Reddit, on Twitter, them having coffee with each other, them walking around seeing sights together, um, just hanging out. And so, they could have told that story. This is another segment of WWE Creative doesn't understand or really truly know what they're doing. Because they had a law, they weren't sure who should be taking on Roman Reigns, and Daniel Bryan brought Cesaro in. WWE did not realize that Cesaro was going to be basically the star and become a babyface fan favorite. And that they would want him to get his opportunity at Roman Reigns. Because no one in creative had thought of that. Except for maybe Daniel Bryan. And they tried to switch the fans off of Cesaro. By having Roman say, I'm not taking you on. I'm taking him on. We remember that famous promo where... Roman Reigns acts like he's going to be all big bad to Cesaro and then ends up choosing Daniel Bryan. And that's how Daniel Bryan got into WrestleMania 37 with him and Edge. Now, Seth comes back after spending time bonding with his little girl. And it's almost like he was forgotten. They tried to pick up his Messiah character from November. And it really wasn't working. They saw him being called the Drip God with his suits that he was wearing on social media. They're calling him that. But what is the gimmick? Where is he going with this? And somehow, Cesaro kind of got pawned back off onto Seth. These two are excellent, underrated wrestlers and could have a banger of a match. If, and that's a big if, if... Uh, WWE allows it. They get the right agent, and they get the right amount of time. I don't know that they get enough time tonight. They should be in a cell. They're not. So what happens? 
does Seth run? You know, will they actually tell us a story? Will this be the end of it? Boy, I sure hope so. I don't want the Usos getting involved. I I don't want them um, bringing anyone else into this. Let them tell a story. Everyone is predicting Seth. And I really want to go with him. Seth's one of my favorite characters. He's also one of my favorite wrestlers. I know that a lot of the fans, the reason why they're going with him is because they want to see Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. I don't know that WWE gives that to us. Not anytime soon. They're trying to make other matches that casual viewers will come in and watch on. I, I'm choosing Cesaro. He's the better technical wrestler. He actually can get a lot out of Seth, making Seth look extremely strong. Again, as with the Kevin Owen story, though, I think there's some kind of swerve. I think Seth wins. By cheating, by doing something. And we we are kind of left, I think, wanting. I hope tomorrow I'm not doing an episode, or tonight, because I'm so pissed off, that they have did a screwed up finish, or a DQ, or some kind of other joke that they've pulled out of their hat because I don't want to see it I want Hell in a Cell to be a finish for something and you might as well start with both of these two matches that in my opinion should have been in the cell I'm not too sure Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler Shouldn't be somewhere. I'm not sure that a cell would be the right place. I wish they would have told this story longer. They would have let us in on it more. They would have showed us background. They really, really, really rushed this. Now... I don't know whether on purpose or maybe one of the wrestlers brought it in. But WWE did drop Easter eggs as far as, you know, maybe this is about Alexa and Naya and their friendship that went horribly wrong, but then dropped, um... Maybe they're picking that up, and Alexa is using this as a way to get to Nia by going after Shayna Baszler. Because originally, remember, she well, it was thought that she was the one going after Reginald. But they never 
took us there. And I think that has been the story of this whole saga that we've been living through now for about eight months. Starting in November, WWE hasn't known what they want to do with this storyline. Had they, it could have been one of the best storylines of 2020. And going into 2021, I truly believe that. It seems like the mystical, magical, evil parts of things attract viewers. They get fans excited. I think a lot of the WWE fans are fantasy, sci-fi nerds. And they want to get involved in this. There's been so many stops and starts and not knowing where we're going and... Is Bray Wyatt going to come back? Is he going to be a, the Fiend? When's he going to come back? He's got to come back for WrestleMania. Well, that WrestleMania segment blew. When's he coming back again? What, what, you know, and I think there's been all of these questions. The one constant, though, in the storyline has been Alexa Bliss, but she's never really truly been the focus. Yeah, I know, for six weeks maybe she was when Bray had been burnt to a crisp and we weren't real sure when he was coming back. People always were wondering, oh, he's got to come back at Royal Rumble. Oh, he's got to come back at Elimination Chamber. And so I kind of felt sorry for Alexa Bliss. I think she's shown a lot of range, though. She's shown better acting chops than I ever thought she had. And that's not an insult to her. I'm just saying. But tonight's match... Let's go all the way with it, WWE. If you want to go mystical magical, then do it. Go all out... Do some of it cinematic. You know, have her hypnotize Shayna with her eyes. Shayna wakes up, she's fighting Lily. You know, um, she snaps out of it because Lily bangs her head into a ring post. Or, you know, the the floor of the ring. Or, they, or Lily throws her outside. And as she hits one of the barricades... She wakes up and she sees Alexa Bless again. And she goes back after Alexa. But Alexa hypnotizes her again. If you're going to do it, go all out. This is your last Thunderdome show. Or last Thunderdome pay-per-view. So if you're going to use the mystical magical that you can't do live, then go all out. I mean, transport them into Alexa's playground. Transport them into the Firefly Funhouse. I don't really care. But if you're going to try to make us believe this, then you need to go all out. Don't start this as a wrestling match. Unless you're going to have Shayna just go after her with the aggressiveness that we saw Shayna Baszler do at the Elimination Chamber last year. Because that's the Shayna I want to see. 
I want to see the monster badass Shayna. The one that believes in tap, nap, or snap. I want to see her bend double-jointed Alexa Bliss's arm into wacko weird positions. Place it on the mat and curb stomp it, basically. I want her to get Alexa so hurt or so mad that she has to do something magical. If you're going to give me a wrestling match, Shayna better be aggressive. Can Alexa keep up? Yes. She's a gymnast. She's a dancer. Let her show her quickness. Have her flipping all over the place. Have her cartwheeling all over the place. And frustrating Shayna until Shayna grabs her. And then ragdolls her all over the place. But you've got to do one or the other. And if you're going to have a wrestling match with no magic, Shayna's got to beat her to a pulp. We haven't seen Alexa truly wrestle in how long? But if you're going to go the magical route, that's cool. You better go all the way. Because it is my feeling that if you don't pick one and you try to go down the middle, you'll destroy both wrestlers. I think if you choose one route, whether it be Shayna destroying Alexa, then you can save Alexa Bliss's character by having her either go away to find herself because the magic has left her and she is back to the goddess Alexa Bliss. Or, and you've saved Shayna because she's now the badass character. If you're going to go down the mystical, magical route, then go all the way and make Alexa Bliss be your new Undertaker. Have her get a faction. Have her be able to control people. And you'll save Shayna Baszler because it's unworldly and she can still have a character. Who do I think wins tonight? Alexa Bliss. I'm not even hesitating on that as I'm drawing my box around her name. I don't believe Vince believes in Shayna Baszler. I don't believe he wants to give her a push. I think it probably destroyed him to have her as a tag team champion with Nia Jax. But they didn't have anyone else to put it on. So, yeah, I think Alexa Bliss wins. And I hope it's through an all-out magical warfare. Like I said, I hope Lily becomes involved. I don't know that they want to do that, though. 
the Raw Women's Championship. As I told you earlier, and if you guys want to hear why and how and all of that, you need to go back to the previous episode where I picked this for the match of the night. They need to let these two women shine. They put on an excellent match on WrestleMania 36. Rhea did the best she could in weather conditions that weren't great and with almost no build in WrestleMania 37. This are your two top talents of different... I don't want to say generations. They're the same generation. Uh, a lot of people want to put the four house or four horse women out to pasture already, and I think that is so amusing. You've got Charlotte Flair that's thirty three, thirty four. You've got Becky Lynch who's thirty two. You've got um, Bailey who just turned thirty two. Um, Earlier this week, you have Sasha Banks, who's 29. And it's almost like some fans are like, yeah, they've been here about six or seven years. Let's just wind them up and let's let new people beat them. Younger people beat them. I think that's so funny. I heard the whole, let's let Bianca Belair beat Sasha and Bailey. She is younger and more athletic. Well, no. She's actually older than both Bailey and Sasha. She just hasn't been on your mind and in front of your face on your TV screen as long as they have. So... Why don't you just say, I'm tired of them? Because that's in reality what you're saying. I'm tired of seeing Sasha Banks on top. I'm tired of seeing Bailey on top. I'm tired of Charlotte Flair being on top. Because in reality, that's what you're saying. You're wanting fresh talent in there. I don't. Why? Because the fresh talent the WWE has chosen is not as good as the, and I'm doing finger quotes, old talent. Guys, what you're seeing with the four horsewomen, you may never see again. It may be a once in your lifetime thing. You can set and name four women in a group of years that were on top. I'm not challenging you to do that. What I'm challenging you to do, name four other women in the same promotion that were all hot at the same exact time. That were all getting pushes at the same exact time. That were battling one another. And lifting up other talent at the same time. 
in wrestling. You can't. There's never been four women doing what they do in one promotion. Triple H made the statement that if you are a woman wrestler, that WWE is where you want to be. Now, I disagree with that statement, but that's another episode. But the reason he can make that statement is because the four horsewomen are all still in WWE. Do I look for all four of them to stay? I hope not. I would like for them to spread their talent elsewhere. And elevate women elsewhere. And in August, I'm going to be so disappointed as I sit down on August 28th to watch Mickey James produce NWA's... Um, I think it's Glory Empire, NWA Empire, or something like that. The all-women pay-per-view that they're going to get some of the best of the best to be at, but the four horsewomen will not be allowed to attend. And I'm going to be so disappointed. Tonight, yes, you're going to see old school meet new school. But don't get me wrong. They will steal tonight. If given enough time, if they're given more than 7-10 minutes, they will steal the show tonight. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair both have power. They both have quickness. They both can hit the ropes. They both can go on the ropes. They both have a, a assortment of different moves, move sets, and transitions that they can work on and do that we've never seen. Or we have, it's been a little while since we've seen it. There are moves that Charlotte Flair did in NXT that she no longer does. And if she would pull them out of the closet, they would be new to a lot of people. And people would be wild. What do I think happens? <clears throat> I think Vince McMahon swerves us. I think there's so many people out there that say Rhea Ripley hasn't um, been given enough time with the belt. Rhea Ripley hasn't uh, controlled Raw yet. Well, I think Vince uses those reasons to give Charlotte the belt. I think Charlotte Flair wins tonight. I think Vince wants the belt in a veteran's hands. We're going into SummerSlam. They're going back live. Um, and he is pulling out all stops for SummerSlam. He is going after John Cena. I believe John Cena will be at WrestleMania. Or excuse me, at SummerSlam. He is trying to get Brock. I do not believe he will get Brock. I don't believe Brock wants to be at SummerSlam. He's wanting Rock for Survivor Series. 
He's wanting to pull out all stops. And he knows Evil Hill, Charlotte Flair, trying to hurt people is exactly what the people want for SummerSlam. And I think I thought Bailey was going to move to Raw. I really did. And I thought that we would see Charlotte Flair Bailey at SummerSlam. And I thought that it would be who could be the most conniving, the most manipulating, the most obnoxious, who could be the most evil, one of them all. I don't believe Bailey moves to Raw now. If Becky Lynch travels with Seth and they want to be on the same show, I believe they move Sasha Banks there. And I believe Sasha Banks and Charlotte Flair is what we see at SummerSlam. But with the way they have set up travel right now, SmackDown performers will show up on Friday. Perform Friday, Saturday, Sunday, be off. Raw performers, wrestlers, will show up on Saturday. Perform Saturday, Sunday, and then be at Raw on Monday, and then be off. If Becky agrees to be on Raw and travel without Seth for basically one day because he'll be there on Friday and she could arrive on Saturday, he could technically go home on Sunday and she would be at Raw on Monday. I think you'll see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. And in order to do that, Charlotte Flair has to have the belt, and she'll get it tonight. The Women's SmackDown Championship is in a cell. Bianca Belair uh, challenged Bailey to that on Friday Night SmackDown. And of course, Bailey agreed. Bailey is the turning point in this match. If you would have asked me on Monday or Tuesday, could Bailey have won this match? I would have told you no. That they were bound and determined that they were keeping this on Bianca Belair. And that she was going to run with it. That she may lose it at SummerSlam. But that she was going to run with it until then. They had not given me a storyline that made me believe this. I wrote that on Twitter. Um, somebody said something about the storylines, and I said, half of these storylines don't make sense. They have not given me one reason. They have not told a story that gives me one reason to believe that Rey Mysterio will beat Roman Reigns or that Bailey will beat 
Bianca Belair. However, in the last two weeks, I believe Bailey herself has given me a story that I can possibly believe that she is losing her mind, that she is cracking up, and that she may be going crazy. Bailey was absolutely excellent. Her and Sasha both told a hell of a story in Hell in a Cell last October. It was the best match on that card, and I think that they pulled out all stops with each other. They trusted each other. You could see in a lot of their moves and a lot of the weapons that they chose that they believed in each other. They trusted each other. Um, does Bailey feel that way about Bianca? Does Bianca feel that way about Bailey? I'm not a hundred percent sure that they pull out all stops. The deciding factor is gonna be TJ Wilson. Can he think up some stuff and get them to believe in each other to give it each other's all? I think he does. TJ has so much of the women wrestlers in WWE's trust. And I think this is going to be a banger of a match because of Bailey deep down being an artist, being so creative, and TJ being so creative and coming up with original things. I know all of you are predicting that Bianca's hair is going to become involved, that Bailey is somehow going to get that caught into the cell, and that Bianca's then going to get mad and whip her with it. I don't know if they go to that well again. Do I think the hair plays a part tonight? Yes. Do I think it is the winning part? No. I hope that whoever wins this match, that we get a great match. I think it's probably the first match we see tonight, and we'll set the tone. I don't think that it will rate up to Rhea and Charlotte. I really don't. What do I want to see happen? I want Bailey to win. The reason is because I think she should stay on SmackDown. And while I want Charlotte versus Sasha at SummerSlam, I want Becky versus Bailey also at SummerSlam. And I think in order to do that, Bailey needs the belt. So tonight, I'm predicting all of you get swerved. I predict that Bailey will get the belt. If Becky Lynch goes to Raw to take on Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam, we will get the rematch that all of us want on the big stage of Bailey versus Sasha Banks. But I think the four horsewomen, with as big as Vince McMahon wants the SummerSlam to be, will play a huge part in it. If Bianca keeps the belt, I think you see Sasha Banks, Bailey, Bianca, triple threat at 
SummerSlam. But I don't think that is as good of a match. And I don't think that's the match that all of us fans truly want to see. I don't want a third party there. Especially a third party that has not really a history with either one. The main event tonight, though, is going to be the WWE Championship Hell in a Cell match with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. I didn't know where to go earlier with this. I was leaning towards Drew. Under WWE rules, and yes, I'm doing the finger quotes. Technically, Bailey should lose tonight. Technically, Drew McIntyre should lose tonight. Because WWE rules, whoever wins on the go home before whatever pay-per-view, they lose at the pay-per-view. The reason why they allow them to win at the go-home is so you'll think that they can upset at the pay-per-view. Well, Bailey kicked Bianca's butt on Friday night SmackDown, and Drew beat Bobby Lashley on Raw. And since I'm predicting that they swerve us with Bailey. I think Bobby Lashley keeps his title. I think we have to have the draft. And I think Drew McIntyre has to go to SmackDown to fight Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. To draw some interest, to stir up interest. At the beginning of the week, I was hoping that Drew McIntyre would retain and not go to SmackDown because they were hoping to bring John Cena back. They were hoping to bring Brock Lesnar back. They were hoping to bring The Rock back. However, with them pulling the Hell in a Cell match on Friday night, they have done nothing but piss uh, USA Network and NBC off. In order to draw ratings to Fox. Remember NBC has the Peacock deal. And the USA Network deal. With. Um, them. And I think. If. They. Know that those stars. Are coming back. John Cena. The Rock. Brock Lesnar. I think. They have to give Drew McIntyre the belt and allow him to stay on Raw. I don't think that they're guaranteed that those stars are coming in. I think John Cena has already told them yes, but I don't know that they've gotten a definite from Brock or The Rock. I think Brock's telling them no. And I think they see that they have to bring Drew over. If that writing's on the wall, then I think we see Bobby Lashley retain and they either make a new baby face on Raw or they transfer one from SmackDown over 
or they bring one up from NXT. I think what you see is Drew McIntyre going to SmackDown, and I think you see Karrion Cross coming to Raw. And I think NBC will be satisfied with that, especially since they're going to get a horsewoman in return and two horsewomen fighting. So, um, yeah, those are my predictions. I think we're going Kevin Owens, Cesaro, Alexa Bliss, Bailey and the Swerve, Bobby Lashley to retain, and I think Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair steal the match of the night. That's how I'm seeing Hell in a Cell. Now, if all of these go opposite, will I be unhappy? No. I just want them to tell the stories correctly, logically, and give me great matches. Honestly, I don't care who wins tonight. They've put so many of my favorites up against each other. As long as they make it logical. And they give us very good to great matches in the ring. I don't care. I just want a good pay-per-view that I'm excited about, keeps me on the edge of my seat, and that I want to talk about tomorrow. And maybe even into Tuesday or Wednesday. What I'm scared of is that they don't tell logical stories, that we don't have good matches, and that I want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it right after Because I'm so upset and mad. So, let's both pray you don't hear from me sometime tonight. And that I am extremely happy with this. As are you. Is it going to happen? I hope so. I will talk to you soon. And I'll see you down the road. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.